Okay, as we're getting uh, closer to, uh, to Hanukkah, I thought we had an interesting idea to talk about um, a bracha that we are very familiar with and we actually say, hear said pretty often, but I think know relatively little about in terms of some of the details. And that's the bracha, Birchas HaGomel. Uh, the Birchas HaGomel said, you know, again, you know, most weeks in shul by somebody. Uh, but it, it's also one of the most frequently asked questions, actually. I get very, you know, relatively often people ask the question, should I bench Gomel? I think I should bench Gomel. How do I bench Gomel? Can I still bench Gomel? It's something that comes up a lot. Um, and so I thought we'd spend, a, you know, a, a few days talking about some of the details of the, of the Shiloh. So just today, we're just going to give just an introduction with what's the source of this concept, where does it come from, and some of the details. So the, we know in the time of the Beis Amidah, if a person would uh, survive some type of life-threatening ordeal, so they would bring a korban toda. Um, as the Gemara itself says, Arba Tzrichin Lahodos. There are four different people who have to give toda to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the Gemara delineates who are these people, the Gemara and Brachos, and Dafnu and Dalam and Aleph, someone who crosses the desert, someone who crosses the sea, someone who's been imprisoned and been rele- released, and someone who was seriously ill and now gets better. And the Rush, uh, explained by the Chassam Sofer, but the Rush explains that today, when we don't have a base of Midrash anymore, and I can no longer bring a Korban, korban Toda on a Mizbeach, so that now we substituted some, uh, you know, an idea instead that a person makes a statement. You make a bracha, you say out loud that the Yibbon Shalom, uh, you know, uh, saved me from something very difficult. And I, and I, he deserves a thank you. And we say something out loud and we know people respond, respond accordingly. Um, and it's not surprising that this is something that is done publicly because the korban toda itself always brought with it, not just the korban in terms of the, the animal, but also brought with it. 40 loaves of bread, some chametz, some matzah, but the point being that they were brought together. Why? Is any one individual able to eat 40 loaves of bread? The answer is absolutely not. So what would a person, by definition, if they brought a korban donor, what would they have to do? They'd have to share with other people, right? It's the first concept of a sudas hoda, which we can talk about, talk about the connection between th- these three things. But the point being, it's something that's a public display of thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is why, we're going to talk about it as we move along, the ideal way to fulfill this concept of Birch HaSagoma is publicly. I do so with a minion for that reason. Uh, the Maram Shik and other Achronim point out, though, that the Birch HaSagoma is not technically a chiv. It's actually a rishus. It's something a person is allowed to do. Um, it's the, and it's, the, the Korban Toda itself is not actually a chiv, but a rishus. Um, and if a person forgets or doesn't, for whatever reason, doesn't say Birch HaSagomel, so they didn't violate any Isser. They didn't violate an Isser by doing so. Nevertheless, many of the Achronim we're very, very adamant and, and really strongly, strongly encourage people to nevertheless be very ca- careful to make sure to sit the Birch HaSagomel. And again, you see it sociologically within Kalah so we're very, very careful about the Birch HaSagomel. People feel an opportunity. Certainly brachos are like something about making extra bracha. People can do, they get excited about it. It's good. And they want to be able to appropriately give gratitude to God's Baruch Hu. And Nachon were very machmed. Talk about the importance of a person being careful to make this bracha when it is appropriate to do so. Um, the Chaya Adam also points out, and I don't know that this is as widely practiced, but I think it's a beautiful idea, that there's a minag also, that not only should a person recite the Birch HaSagomel, but a person should also give tzedakah. And how much tzedakah should they give? So the Chaya Adam writes, the amount of money it would cost for the korban toda, whatever the korban would have cost, so you should give uh, a certain amount. Again, it's not a chiv, but it's a nice thing. A person to give a certain amount of tzedakah when they have to bring a... Uh, I can't bring the korban toda, but to give tzedakah at the same time certainly is a really beautiful thing to do. And the Hayatim himself actually writes, he brings a certain text a person should say. It was a text he wrote about himself. Because in uh, 1804, there was an explosion that happened and the Hayatim was saved. 
And at that time, he, you know, he wrote a special text to say when a person gives tzedakah after Bechaz Goma, maybe I'll have a chance to, to find it and we can, we can share it. But uh, nevertheless, the point being that this whole idea of a, korban, of, of a Bechaz Goma all emanates from the concept of the Korban Toda, an opportunity for a person to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for saving them from a, from, a life, from a life-threatening moment, something always done before Hesia, done publicly and shared with others. And it's been therefore shifted today to something that we say out loud, something that we say to include other people in that Hoda, that thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And as we move along over the next number of days, we'll uh, talk about some of the details of how to fulfill this uh, obligation or this rishus, this opportunity appropriately.